Welcome to the Property Unleashed podcast, a show about property, entrepreneurship, and personal development. This show is designed to give you the foundations and building blocks to move forward on your journey and live a more inspired life. Hello and welcome to the Property Unleashed podcast with me, Mark Fitzgerald. Fantastic to have you joining me here today. So today's topic, we're going to talk about are you overcomplicating things? And what do I mean by overcomplicating things? Well, we all try and overcomplicate things in some form or another. If somebody gives us a simple process to getting a result, nine times out of 10, we think there's got to be more to it than meets the eye. And a lot of the times I used to find in my corporate job that I would be out there uh, and it was simple little actions, simple processes were getting us the most and the best results. And I incorporated that into my property business, in my learnings and mentors and coaches who I used to have told me, keep it simple. They said, basically, the simpler you can keep it, the less that can go wrong. And you know what? They're exactly right. If you've got a complicated system of how to try and achieve a task, which can just be broken down into simple bullet points to really get you the same result then make sure that you are doing that. Make sure that you're keeping it simple and it'll help you grow your business and also bring people into the business to be able to act on your behalf if that's what you're looking to achieve later on. I always try and build a business that can work without me. I want people in there that know how to operate the systems, know how to work the business the way that I want the business worked, but equally to that, I don't want it so complicated that it takes me a ton of time to train them up and show them or that it's just too complicated for them to grasp. So keep things simple. In property, there's a lot that can go wrong. So the simpler you can keep your processes, the simpler you can keep your actions when you're actually doing things, the better you will be in the long run. So let's take something as simple as marketing letters. Whether you like them, hate them, use them or not in your business, let's just take the process of marketing letters. I see far too many people overcomplicating something that is seriously very, very simple. Now, when I started out, I used to print a few letters on the sly at work and then I bought some envelopes, I bought some stamps. And while my kids were uh, doing karate training, I used to fold the letters up, put them in the envelopes, put the stamps on and send them. This was until I saw an easy and cost-effective system, which I use, which is called Stamp on Online, where basically you, you upload your letter and they do the rest. You upload your letter, you upload the addresses, and they send it all out for you. Now, marketing letters, I see people saying, well, I'm going to hand write a thousand letters because they're going to open the letter if I do that, or I'm going to use a colored envelope, uh, and I'm going to use handwriting because they're definitely going to open that letter then. I can tell you categorically that those actions will probably be good and will probably get your letter noticed, but everybody opens letters. There's nothing that stamp do to a letter that makes it so that you wouldn't open it. They don't have stamp written all over it. They don't have any traces that you're thinking to yourself, this isn't going to be, this is going to be one of those letters that's marketing my property. It just looks like a letter, a bank statement letter, which you're always going to open just to see what's in it. You know, as long as it's not brown, we all hate the brown letters because, you know, that always used to indicate that somebody was coming after you for money or or you owed something or you needed to pay a bill or something like that. But these are white envelopes. It's printed out your name on the front. You're going to read it. You're going to do it. You're going to keep it simple. Keep it simple. 
don't look to do stuff like that yourself either. Yes, it might be or it might be in your head more cost effective. But actually to buy envelopes, to buy paper printing, unless you can get the printing done for you and the stamps will cost you probably about three to four times the amount that it would actually use in this company to do it for you. So the simplest thing to do is to use the company. Just make sure it's within your budget. Again, people say to me, letters don't work. I, I was at a networking event the other week. A lady came up to me. She said, I heard you, you've got a lot of deals from, from marketing letters. I've tried them, but I can't get them to work. They just don't work. I said to her, okay, no problem. How many letters have you sent? I've sent 100 letters. Okay, you didn't get a call. No. I've, have you sent any more? No. That's why it doesn't work. Because it's a long game. Now, people don't like long games. But I tell you, if you're not sending letters, postcards, brochures or anything like that in the background, you're leaving deals on the table. Uh, and that's not what we're in this game for. At the end of the day, you need to be hitting them from different sides. A classic marketing approach is it can take seven touch points before somebody actually wants to do business with you. Now, depending on how motivated they are and where they are in their situation, it can be a lot quicker. Maybe somebody only needs to see a letter once or twice or, or hear your name or hear your brand or see your logo a couple of times before they think, I need to find out more about this person or this business. But also it can take longer. So it's just an average. But it's all about keeping things simple. And we try as humans to overcomplicate things. I'm terrible or I used to be terrible for this. But if I do a process now... I do bullet points. I try and keep it to a, a between a five step and a 10 step plan or roadmap to do any task. I keep it simple. That way I can hand it to my virtual assistants or I can hand it to my viewings team or my handyman or whoever needs this process to be able to operate it. I can do that. It's broken down. It's simplified and it's not overcomplicated. So don't look at any strategies as this is massively complicated. If it is, it's probably too complicated. Somebody's overthought it and it might not be the right thing to do. But you speak to anybody who's pretty much successful in what they're trying to do and they will tell you, keep it simple. Keep it easy to manage. Keep it so that it, anybody can do it. And I, I don't like to say it, but you could keep it idiot proof. At the end of the day, you know, absolutely anybody or, or a monkey could pick this up and after time be able to do it. You know, I'm exaggerating here and having a bit of fun with you. But try not to overcomplicate things and overthink things. And I think you'll find is, particularly when you're starting out, uh, and you, you might be able to look back and, and sort of resonate with me here on this, that you'll read some books, you'll listen to some podcasts, you'll watch some YouTube videos, and you'll start piecing things together on strategies, uh, on ways to do things. You know, I, I'm into cryptocurrencies and stuff like that, and it's a minefield out there of videos, podcasts, who to believe, who not to believe. You know, we've had a real bullish market the last couple of years in crypto, that's for sure. Um, and so realistically, anybody with half a cent who's invested in crypto can, can and probably did make some money because it was very hard actually to lose money. So now they're all specialists, but it's very easy to get lost in all of that. It's very easy to, to just listen to these different things and try piecing it together. And I think that's where we overcomplicate things. When you actually know and you have the roadmap to getting the results that you need and you can just follow it step by step and it's simple, it's broken down into easy format. And that's why a lot of people do training. 
You know what I mean? That's why I, I do training on different things just to have a roadmap, to have a blueprint of where I want to get to and how I want to get there. And also I look to have a roadmap that doesn't just take me from A to B. It maybe takes me A to B to C to D. You know what I mean? Let's try and get the full picture. If you can find a product, you can find a system, you can find somebody that will put the full product out there and not just show you how to baby, you know, rent to rent a lot of the times when I did my training, it would show you how to get a deal. Now what? What do I do? I need to set this thing up. I need to get tenants in. My God. So like I say myself, I like to put in the whole roadmap there that not only shows you how to go out there, find deals, but also shows you how to set those deals up, how to make sure that they operate properly and are cost effective and how to keep that momentum going at the end of it as well, which is why it's a 10 step process, because there's more steps to be added. But you don't want to have 100 steps. You want to keep it simple. So Next time you start doing a task, next time you're looking at doing something, just see if you can simplify it a bit. Make it a bit easier for yourself. Systemize it as much as possible and try not to overthink these things. And a good, again, a good, good source of uh, knowledge is a book is working your way through a book um, and basically making notes of each chapters, fold the pages, highlight things, you know, books. I, I treasure books. I do love a good book, but I am starting to mark more and more books up now. The books that I want to keep, the books that I'll read again, the books that I want to study uh, and never be afraid to go back and read, read books again. There's no point in reading a book, putting it one side, right? I've got that knowledge. Boom. Another one, another one, another one, another one, because all you do is cloud your head with loads of different great ideas, but you'll never take action on anything. Go back and study certain books. I try and read three books that I've already read every 90 days. I try and read new books as well because I always like to open my broaden my horizons and I do like, you know, reading a book and, and learning something new. But I do try and go back and review the chapters and the pages and maybe not read the whole thing because there aren't many books out there that you want to read, you know, from front to back every single time. Some of them have a lot of filling in there. Some of them have some great content, but maybe only, you know, out of, out of 10, 15, 20 chapters, maybe only three or four chapters are what you really, really need. So mark those up, fold the pages over and just go back and read those chapters again. Study them, make notes, implement those actions into your life to move you forward. OK, keep things simple and you will see great results. You will also be able to do tasks and be able to get yourself out there better and quicker because you've simplified your processes and in what you're doing. I hope this makes sense to you. It's something that once I learned keeping it simple, certainly sped up my approach, certainly sped up my results. Uh, and it's what I always try and do now. Keep it, keep it stupid simple. And that's keeping it stupid simple for me more than anything else. And then when you go out there, try not to overcomplicate things. Try not to second guess everything. Just sort of have a plan. Know the knowledge that you know and take the actions that you need to take to move you forward. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you have, then please feel free to subscribe, leave a five-star review. Anything like that is always a Brucey bonus. Share it with your friends as well. That's always a good one. And if you need any of the free tools and resources, you can visit thepropertyunleashed.com to download those, or you can look in the show notes if wherever you're listening to this has show notes. So I shall leave you with that, and I look forward to you joining me again at the next episode. Take care and bye for now. Thank you for listening, guys. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Please subscribe and share the podcast with others. And if you could take a minute to leave the show a review, that would really mean a lot to me as well. Lastly, why not head over to the Property Unleashed Facebook group? And if you do, I'll see you there. 
Take care and make sure you keep focusing on your vision. Bye for now.